Welcome to Notes for Goats podcast. I'm Steve. I'm Brandon. And it's Tuesday. It, it's it's Tuesday. Generally, that means it's just me with one Brandon. It's true, but uh, I cloned myself with a very mo- older, more... Handsome. Very, very older. Did you hear that shit? Very, very older. <laughs> That's messed up. I'm That's tired. seriously messed up. <laughs> very older? <laughs> Not only is it grammatically incorrect, but it's also a back a backhanded compliment. I'm getting was a compliment. I'm out of here. I don't need this shit. <laughs> yeah, we had to record it his. He's like, "Fuck you guys, I'm out." Right. Yep. Man, yeah. this podcast already started off on the wrong foot. Oh, it wasn't man. even me this time. No. Very older. Oh, we need to clean that shit up. We get we get like you know like national guests on like they're not from Texas, which is a different national nationality in itself. That's true. Yeah, uh, but I'm not from Texas. I mean, well, I no, am, but you but... do live in a separate country. I'm just putting that out there. I know it's getting weird. It's getting weird. It's getting yeah. weird everywhere. But Texas is <laughs> Texas is almost as weird as Florida, but it's bigger. Right. Yeah. I mean... We have the same. We have the same weird things down here too. Minus alligator. Well, no, we got there. We got alligators too. So oh, we got <laughs> alligators now. <laughs> Fucking great. Well, damn it. <laughs> it was Texas. We're Florida with alligators. Now we right. got alligators. Fuck. Right. Damn it, Florida. Right. What the so, hell? So, Steve, why do we why are we having a guest on a Tuesday? Well, um, Brandon, we which one are you talking to? Just kidding. You, Jerk. Yeah. Um, I can say my let's go Brandon joke and offend two people now, so I like it. Um, well, you can offend a out. whole group of people with that, Steve. But I get <laughs> fans from other groups of people until they realize that I'm not actually cheering them on. Yes, a 100 percent you know, so it works out. They're all fans of you guys, though, so it works out for everybody. I know. I make jokes every time I hear it. So, <laughs> fantastic. No, uh, we where we, are we going? as a trifecta, um, we have been talking about doing an episode of the um, Average Joe Show with Brandon Navarro. The life of an average Joe life podcast. of an average Joe. We just yep. say the life of an average Joe podcast. Made the whole thing out there. Yep. So Get we've been talking there. back and forth about getting on to. Uh, Navarra's podcast yeah. so and he had an idea and then we were like well we kind of want to do this album and he was like you guys heard of this other artist and we're like no well they're really good too and like and they were like shoot we gotta do two now and then it was like life of an average goat week yep. let's go life of an so average goat that's week. what that's this is guys it's the are. life of an average goat week so yeah i already said his name but Brandon, my Brandon. Yeah. Who are we talking Brandon. to today? You're my Brandon. We already we already discussed uh, we've that we're already married. Established okay. this. Yes, absolutely. So, guys, you've heard him before. He was on an episode where we talked about Mumford and Sons. You just heard him call and him their uh, album uh, Babel Babel. We Babel, talked Babel, about Babel, Babel, yeah. Babel Babel. We actually talked Babel, about Babel. that. Yeah. And uh, so, guys, and then if you go back not too long ago, uh, last week, Steve, I think yeah, uh, we were at, we were actually on uh, on his podcast, Life of an Average Joe, talking about cover songs, uh, the good, the bad, the uh, the chicken of the sea. So um, making fun of you for not being good at technology. Yes, exactly. Oh, I hear that shit. Got that uh, rhyme in there. Yeah. Me and technology just weren't weren't working quite right that night. Uh, anyway. So, uh, guys, welcome to the podcast. Returning guest, podcaster, author, movie aficionado, like 
all around badass guy. I may have currently the, probably in Facebook jail. I may have the initials of BA, but this man is a legendary BA. Guys, give it up for Brandon Novera. Brandon, what's up, man? Welcome to hey, the what's show. Up? And what's the intro up? made he kissed your ass completely, making up with that intro. That's true. Pedal, no, thank you. No, I am I'm stoked, man. I feel like I haven't talked to you guys in a week. So it's been, uh, it's been a while. It's been a bit. Yeah. Not like it's so daily or anything. Thank yeah. you for having me again. Absolutely. So we got two episodes this week, tonight today's and on Fridays. Today, though, Brandon, what are we talking about? It's a good question. I have no idea. No. Um <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here. Shit. Right. Well, I, I believe currently we if if I if I got my notes right, we're talking about Luke Combs. Yes, sir. Yes, we are. And if now, we weren't, then we'll just record Luke the Luke Combs album after this. <laughs> Fuck it, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Oh, it's, it's one of the you got it, it, it was an A or B question and you got it right. Look at that. Yeah, exactly. That's how I made it through high school, man. I love it. True or false. <laughs> Fuck it. Flip a coin, you know. All right. For sure. But yeah, I'm excited about Luke Combs. I'm a I'm a Luke Combs fan, you know. Um yeah. I know I'm in Texas. Not to be. But I'm not a big country music guy overall. Okay. Yeah. Which is I funny for doing two country I'm wearing, artists. I'm wearing like a Cole Wetzel hat right now, but um <laughs> I'm not I'm not. But Luke yeah. Combs to me, as being newer country music, has really got me into some of those types of artists. And he is just an all around like what you see is what you get with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what brought me to like him. And I was sure. excited. Because I hadn't heard this album completely through until you guys brought it up. Interesting. Yeah, so yeah, me either. We're doing we're doing his newest one, Growing Up. Yeah. Um, just came out mid June, so just this 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 year. Yeah. So a couple things about Luke. I did a little my my background on him. Um, Luke Albert Combs is an American country music singer and songwriter. Been active since 2014, so he's been active for a little while. Three studio albums four EPs. He's done 19 music videos and he's got 15 singles. Oh, man. Pretty busy dude. Um, Every single one of his albums, all three of them have debuted at number one on the country charts and all five, all, all three have been top five on Billboard's 200. So all three of his albums he's put out, he's been either top five, top five Billboard 200 and number one on the country charts. So he's pretty popular. Yeah. He's got two Grammy nominations, uh, no wins just yet. Um, I think in this one might get a couple of noms too. Four American Country Music Awards, um, six CMA Awards, including he won 2021's Entertainer of the Year. It's a big deal for the CMAs. I didn't know that. Yep. Now, Luke actually did attend good old Appalachian State University, one of my favorite universities. One of my favorites. <laughs> if you guys Same. didn't realize that Brandon is cheering us on right now because they just beat the shit out of Texas A&M. Um, and we we appreciate yeah. that. But also way back about 20 years ago, they also beat University of Michigan. Yeah. And being Michigan State fans. Yeah. We're all we're, I was I was a lifelong fan of Appalachian State. I yeah. literally owned an Appalachian State hoodie right after <laughs> <laughs> I bought one online. I had it for years. That is that is the level it. of petty. That is the oh, level of petty that, that we are. Fantastic. I am that guy. I might order one again just because I can't find it anymore. You know, and you because go. they beat AM, it works yeah, out so well for it? you. I mean, like that's just amazing. So Appalachian State is the is the David to the Goliath of college football, and we all appreciate them. 
He, while going to Appalachian State, he did work as a bouncer at a local bar before getting stage time at the bar. So he worked at the bar to get stage time. Literally paid his dues. Um, but soon after he got some stage time, kind of got his feet under him, he actually dropped out of college and moved to Nashville to pursue his music career. British was going to be an engineer. He was actually going to college to be an engineer and said, nope, can't do that anymore. I'm going to do music. First EP came out in uh, 2014. His first album dropped in 2017. So he's only had three albums in the last four and a half, five years. I did want to mention that um, he met his wife. If you guys have not seen a picture of Luke Combs' wife, she is an absolute smoke show, and he looks like a troll. Um, oh, he, he, he'll agree with you. He will 100% agree with you. He says this publicly constantly. He met his wife while doing a podcast in Nashville. And she made the first move because this dude showed up to a podcast half awake wearing a pair of camo Walmart shorts and the oldest T-shirt that he owned. Sounds like me. And she sought him out. She sought him? After the fact. Yeah. She went after him and sought him out after after they recorded a podcast together in Nashville. So what I'm saying is podcasts bring people together. Yeah, but I met you guys. You met us. And he's got her. Yeah, had our life mates, but it works out. <laughs> it happens, but he's got her. But the, you, you got time. You are on more than one podcast with a lot of dudes, though. Um, that's true. That might be a you thing, not an us thing. I'm just saying. Oh, no, the girl didn't work out. Fuck it, might as well oh. switch. <laughs> good old, good go. old Stuart. Oh, poor Stuart. <laughs> it's either us or Stuart, and you're screwed either way. I think. Oh, God. Uh, but okay, so that just funny. I mean, I had to bring up his wife because again. There's a definite disparity between looks there. He's like a solid three, and she's damn near a ten. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. that's what all of his music about too. So he loves that too. But did you did you guys look? I'm hoping one of you didn't look it up. We don't usually judge sales for our popularity contest for how how artists are popular because it's hard to do sales now in a digital age. No, when I, I look didn't look his, up sales. I just looked up when you said Luke Holmes' wife. I I. And do you agree? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> there we go. I'm just saying. Yeah. Smoke show. We go with Spotify listeners. So how many average Spotify listeners do you think Luke Combs gets a month? A month? A month. Per yeah. month. That's average is monthly average. Millions. I don't yes. even know. Yeah. I'll 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 set it I'll, I'll 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 set a number and then Navera, you give you can go the higher or lower. I'm gonna say twenty three million. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna say higher. You're you're lower. Thirteen point five. Oh shit, okay. that's a lot. Thirteen point five million listeners. That's a ton for a for a younger country artist. That's he's still doing well. Yeah, he's in the he's in the upper echelons. He's not in the Kanyes and the Lady Gaga's yet because they're pulling forty fifty, but right. in both Beyonces. But he's getting there. That's now, good. No, it's wow. good. No, it's still fantastic. So uh, being a being a small market country artist, he's growing. He's getting bigger, but. There, but growing up, the album released June twenty fourth, twenty twenty two. It's twelve tracks, forty one minutes long. Debuted at number two on Billboard with seventy four thousand sales in the first week. Crazy. First week it came out, seventy four thousand um, album equivalents removed. He spent two years writing the songs in this album with different writing partners. It does feature uh, one duet with Miranda Lambert. I mean, not a whole lot on the album thus far. But Luke was just actually in in the news. He did like make a Facebook news recently in early um, September when we're recording this. Did you guys see the story? The couple of things he did was this. Uh, I, I almost I, this is the same one I'm thinking was when he was sick. He was losing his voice, and he refunded mm-hmm. 
entire crowd. Yep. But still gave the, the concert. Gave the entire crowd back their, their money. At that same show, before he did that, before he said something out there, there were two little boys up front in that show. And they weren't little boys. They're like pre-teenagers. Like they're like you know, 11, 12 years old. They had a sign. They cut and stacked wood to earn money to go to his show. He sat down on the stage there right up front, sat down on the stage, saw their sign, reached into his pocket and pulled out cash and paid for their tickets. Wow. Didn't wasn't for the video, wasn't for the news or anything like that. Just said, y'all worked your butts off to come see me play. I'm going to pay you back. Not only because his voice was shot, because he appreciates the hard work that it takes to do that. And it was just like, here you go. He reached into his pocket, pulled out money and handed it to the boys and just said, I'm paying you. And then signed their hat, signed their shirt, signed every middle of the concert, stopped the concert completely. He is like an every man. He's just, it's just, I don't know. He's an amazing dude. Two, and then found out two days later that the sign was forged and it was just all fake. And I'm no, just, kidding. I'm just, I'm kidding. Kidding. No, but, no. but then he gave, then he, then he refunded the entire crowd back. He said, That's my crazy. voice is shot. I don't feel great. I'm going to give you my best, but I'm going to pay you back. Everything that, everything that you paid, I'm wow. not taking any money from the show. And I can say he really is who he is. You know, you see some of these artists and you're like, eh, are they that? I had the privilege of meeting him twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, once was before he was you know, really blew up. I, I was manager of this hockey talk here in Texas and he came to perform at this hockey talk. I know it's so funny. They had a dude from Detroit managing their hockey talk, but um, it works and, they out. Went, and they always made fun of me, but um, it's funny. he came there and he performed. This was right before he blew up. Mm-hmm. Very nice guy. Cool. Hang out, drinking beer. Just you're normal. Like might as well be your neighbor. That we had so many people in the place that the fire marshal shut us down. So we didn't. Oh, wow. Fast forward years later, there's a concert called uh, Off the Rails. It's a two day concert, concert, uh, country concert here in Frisco. Luke Combs was one of the headliners. So I got to work for this uh, local media organization and I got to get tickets and go backstage and all that. It was probably the coolest thing, one of the coolest things I've ever done. And I got to meet him doing, doing sound check. Again, this dude said hi to everybody. He waved to everybody. He talked. He gave me the time of day as if he gave, you know, CNN, Fox News, whoever Mm -hmm. the time of day. Mm -hmm. Uh, There were people that were unloading ice into the coolers. He stopped and talked to them just to hang out. There was nothing changed about this guy from the first time I met him to that time. Mm -hmm. Blew my mind away, man. I love hearing that story. Yeah, he seems he just seems like a genuine dude. I mean, yeah. you see all these I saw a story about him. A guy was in his truck and he was following his bus. Literally followed his bus. He wanted to meet him. They pulled the bus over. <laughs> they, he comes out of the bus and the guy's like, "Oh shit. Like I'm about to get in trouble cuz I've been like stalking this dude." And he goes, "Got a story. Brought him on the bus. Got a story. They filmed it." And then he gave him tickets to the show. And then like he, and they found him like a year later and he was just he back at him. Remember the whole story and came after it again. It was just like, I love that, man. He just, yeah. it's just, he is just an all around dude. Like he just, like he is your neighbor. Like just a, just a dude. He just realizes that life has kind of led him where he is. He doesn't let his life, you know, his head get too big. And part of that he says is his wife. 
she makes sure to knock his ass down a peg when he starts to get oh, too big on himself. I believe that. And she makes sure he knows where he came from and just everything. It's it's fantastic. I love it. But this this uh, this this uh, album did have two singles thus far. It's probably gonna have more. But doing this at the time of this was number one in the country airplay charts. And the kind of love we make when I when I wrote that the kind of love we make also hit number one in the country airplay charts. Mm-hmm. Both of the track, both the singles have hit number one thus far, and he's I'm sure he's gonna put out more from this album. Um. So that being said, Navarro, I'm gonna start with you. What was your favorite track here? Favorite track for me easily is the only duet on this album with mm-hmm. Miranda Labert. Yep. Outrun in your memory. I did not know that he had a duet on this album. So as I'm listening to these tracks, I'm just going through the album, hearing it from top to bottom. That song came on. I heard her voice. And I was like, that's Miranda. Looked it up. I love that because Luke Combs doesn't do a lot of duets with people. He is nope. up there doing his thing. Um, you might see him in concerts, do some stuff. You might see him, but so to hear this song, it's very different than some of the other songs that, that he's done. Mm-hmm. It's not the, let's have a beer and, you know, go out in the backyard and burn something like he, like he does. Yeah. It's a really good emotional song. Yep. And I think Miranda actually pulls the best out of him in this song. Cause hmm. Holmes has got a way about him, but Miranda takes it to a different level. And I just, I love this song from top to bottom. It reminded me of one of those old school country duets you would hear. Like it yeah. really reminded me of like with Miranda where we just did Palomino just this month. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of her reemergence into country music. And then she just kind of kept it rolling with this, with this track, which came out after Palomino, obviously. And it, she's back. She's back in country again. We'll see where she goes from here, but it was like that old school country duet that you wanted to hear these big artists coming together. And they, like, I agree with you. She did pull the best out of him. And I think he also pulled the best out of her at the same time. Like it was just, they, they mesh so well and not, not two artists that you think would mesh very well. Not at all. No, completely different artists. Mm -hmm. Um, But with Miranda's history and what she's done and with Luke and what he's done, it was just, man, I was blown away by that song. For sure. What about you, Brandon? What was your what was your favorite on the on the album? Um, I picked any given Friday as my favorite track on this one. Okay. Uh the groove first started into that country rock vibe. Uh crazy thing about this guy is that he brings that old school country twang to a 21st century sound. And this song is a fantastic example of that, in my opinion. Um, even though I was you know, just kind of listening to the record, you can tell that this guy knows how to handle a room and a situation. And I just, this song was just gold for me. So any given Friday was my, was my favorite track on this one. Nice. Yeah. All right. My man, when I, now at the preface, when I wrote this, we were going to do this podcast in August. It was originally, we we're going to do them early, like late July, early August. Yes. At the time I wrote this, Life was shit. Life's gotten better, but I will, I will still hold true because this is my favorite track. Because I listened to the album yesterday, and it still is my favorite track. That's better back when. Okay. Um, yeah. typical country theme song for life that was great back in the day. Every artist has done one or multiple. If you're Alan Jackson or Kenny Chesney, um, we're all suckers for revisionist history. I'm guilty. 
at the time life had dealt me a shit sandwich. And I was trying to remember back when life was great, but honestly, it really wasn't great. It just wasn't as bad as what was going on at the time. Sure. And I love that, that line in the chorus that it probably wasn't, but it seemed a little better back when it, it's genuine. It, and he makes that song just pop in those, that feeling. And I'm just like, you're right. You know, it probably wasn't great, but it, it seemed a whole hell of a lot better, you know, three months ago or a year ago. And even looking back at things now from where we are, where my family and I currently am. Yeah, that sucked. But, you know, it, it could it could have been so much worse what actually could have happened. So I loved the track and I was super emotional when I wrote this and I was, I'm reading back at it now and going, fuck. But um, I I loved it. I loved Better Back When. It was one of my favorites. This brings us to our first game that I did. And hopefully Brandon remembered that I was doing I, this one. I, I do. Because yeah. I wrote it. And I, I realized, Brandon, and I opened this on our spreadsheet when I when we mentioned who's doing what, we use our initials. Yeah. And yours are BA, which is fantastic. Yeah. So when you say BA Wang, and you're like, that's a badass Wang right there. Right. And I have to go SM Wang. And I'm like, yeah. fuck, small Wang. I'm already giving myself shit. I'm like small Shatner. I'm like, fuck you guys, yeah. man. My yeah. mom sucks. Well. Damn it. So it's time for the small Wang. It's <laughs> Woo! So, guys, first one, hopefully the track list pulled up. I do. All right. Normally, it ends in tears. Going, going, gone. Nope. That's it? <laughs> nope. Normally, it ends in the kind of love we make. Yes. <laughs> That's appropriate. Um, I love that. <laughs> I like that. That's a good one. Oh, man. Nice work. I read dude. that and started laughing again. I was like, that was a great joke. Look at me. Yeah. <laughs> um, second one. Hold on. This is a 90s joke. Oh, shit. You guys gone, got gone. me. Going, going, gone. Nope. Oh, what? Doing this? Nope. Okay. Damn. Oh, outrunning your memory. Nope. What? Hold on. Going. Uh... Hold on. The 90s joke. Come on. Call me. That's you're 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 close. Maybe. Ah. Uh on the other line. There it is. Ah. On the other line. Oh man. The old switchboard. Hold on. I'll put you on hold real quick. I'm oh, on the other line. I get, yeah. All right. Mom, I... get off the phone. Uh, I didn't like that last one. Speaking of <laughs> things that I didn't like, let's talk about our least favorite tracks, guys. Let's do it. Go ahead, uh, Brandon. I I I, I picked out running your memory, my man. <laughs> what? I did. I got it, man. I may, I may need to go into to Witpro after this for sure. Yeah, um, just go to OnlyFans. We'll we'll never see you. Because not because see, but I'm but not because I am going against Brandon, mm-hmm. but because I'm crapping on Miranda. Wow. You're going to have to go to Whip Pro. I don't think that Miranda did anything to boost this track. What? In my opinion, I don't think so. Man. The only thing that may have helped was that her name was on it. 
and that she featured. Her voice alone, her voice alone is great. And his voice alone is great. But the jury for me is still out on how this duet sounded together. All right. I'll report back in a couple of weeks to make sure Brian is still alive. Yeah. Uh, Part of me likes it. But there's definitely a part of me that was very much trying to figure out what was wrong with it, too. Um, oh, man. I really think that this one would have been just fine just with good old Lukey Luke by himself. So that yeah. one for me, Outrunning Your Memory, was my uh, least favorite. I don't I'm speechless right yeah, now. Yeah, I am, too. I'm I'm right there with you. So, yeah. yeah Maybe uh, it was was so different two different people that you just couldn't get into it could the mix be. like you know. yeah maybe you were just you you were so glowingly appreciative of miranda last week that you yeah. just couldn't get over yourself I you had to take her yeah. down and you had yeah, to knock yeah. her down a notch because you For felt sure. like you had built too much clout up that she was going to like you too much I, you know i think i think that's, that's and when we do the pistol annie's in december i i can't wait you're gonna die yeah it's gonna <laughs> be you know, christmas gonna die be at christmas thing. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so, Brandon, let's go to you, man. Did you have a least favorite track on this one? I did. I had a couple, but I'm just going to name one. And and it's shocking because it's a it's a single off his album. Mm. Doing this, I don't like it. I quit. Doing this was the it's the first track on the album. It, it's I'm going to tell you from for me, it sounded like he mailed it in. It sounded like a generic, like if I go back and listen to Luke Combs' other two albums, I'm going to find a song that sounds very familiar. It's not that it's just his style. I just thought it was kind of a generic song in general. I didn't like it. Not a good way to start the album. When you're coming at it, it's a big album. He has grown up. Mm -hmm. The album is different. He talks about different things in the album while still staying true to who he is. But this song did not grow up. This song was generic. So my- I'll push back a little bit. Okay. Because I think you need to watch the video. If you haven't watched the video for the song. Because the song is actually about a buddy of his that he grew up, that he went to school with in Appalachian State. Who's still playing bars in West Virginia. And if he was didn't make it, he'd still be doing it. He'd still be doing it. And he actually brought his buddy on stage when he was playing a show, I believe in West Virginia or in Tennessee to play with him and he's still doing local cover band sure. stuff. Like he's just, he's a, that that's what the song's really about. Like if I wasn't doing, I'd still be doing it somewhere. I'd still be doing this. And I kind of thought of your life a little bit too. Like if you weren't doing this, you'd still be doing this. You'd still be doing something like, and a little bit of like kind of the backstory we know about you with some of your writing stuff, like a little bit of here, a little bit of there. Like I'd still be doing this right. somewhere. Like something does like, but I get I get the shtick side of it because it is a made for it is a clear cut number one made for country radio song, and they all do it, they right. all do it, they all the big ones do it, and you that you, those are the ones that pay the bills, right? Yeah, and doing this pays the bills. And and Luke Combs has had a number of those songs of that pay the, the pay bills. the bills songs, yes. But some of his pay the bill songs, in my opinion, have been way oh, better. For sure. I just, I'm gonna watch the video because that's a cool story anyway. Mm-hmm. I just his it videos are always pretty good anyway. But yeah, that video is pretty sweet. It's it's actually pretty cool. But I I get it. I do the, it's very generic. It's a very 
it is a very made for country radio song. Um, and I, I get it. I totally get it. It's, it's, it is, it's not, it's not as cheesy as like the Brad Paisley's of the world. No. Like it's not that cheesy or as Brad Paisley would put himself, he's a songwriter for Post Malone now. Right. Um, as he yeah. recently just came on TikTok. But um, yeah, I, I agree with you. It is, it's a, it's a, I like the vibe of the song, but the actual concept of it, yes, very cheesy, very made for country radio. Yeah, yeah. so I, I agree with you. Like, in, in, in a way, mine was on the other line. Okay. Uh, I'm, and I'm really only picking this track because it's a filler song. It's it's fun. It is another made for radio song though. It makes me laugh. It does remind me of the "I'm Gonna Miss Her" from Brad Paisley. You know, like it's not actually about being on the phone, guys. It's 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 about fishing. You know, so it's going to be a single. It's going to be huge. It's going to be like a summertime song or whatever it is. It'll probably drop, you know, next spring um, from the album. He's not going to put anything else out for a little while, probably. Um, it's not a bad song. And not many of the songs are super duper serious. This is just I'm not, not a fisher. I'm not a fisherman. And this is kind of the more good old boy country song on the album. Um, it's fun, but eh didn't really yeah. move the needle for me i guess so I, I felt it was fun but it was like okay whatever yeah kind of like let's take a break yeah and, and that i mean everybody does it everybody has most artists i should say do it and it's, you get nitpicky and you got to find something but again these are the songs that pay the bills these are the these are the wide-ranging crowd-pleasing stuff you're gonna put out dude just had a kid so he's gotta he's gotta make sure get those royalty checks in let's go you know Got to take care of the missus. Oh yeah, get her, get her taken care of. So uh, yeah. got to keep her happy because you ain't gonna do much better. Um, oh, no. He better hold on tight. Better hold on tight to that one. But yeah, yeah right. so I just I feel like I'm full of track. So Brandon, do we yeah. have the old, the old country chat? We do. We have the country chat. I'm Captain Kirk. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies, ladies and ladies and gentlemen. This is Shatner's Shatner's Poetry Slam. I'm Captain Kirk. Shatner's Poetry Slam. All right, guys. So if you're just joining us and you come over from the Life of an Average Joe podcast, you may not know what Shatner's Poetry Slam is. Basically what it is is I've taken two tracks from this album, and I'm going to speak the lyrics very monotone little to no inflection or i'll just or weird inflection or weird inflection on the wrong things and brandon and steve need to tell me what song i am talking about based on the yes. lyrics that i'm i'm talking thank god about. i listened to this album the other day yeah me too I already i suck uh it's it's all good all right so here's the first one boys give me a stone cold george jones Whiskey, <laughs> bent bar stool night, any given Friday night. Nope. I want to fly like a honky tonk moth to that neon light. This highway burning me up. Blues been weighing me down. There's a hole in the wall. Needs filling. It's the middle of somewhere. Nope. Fuck on the edge. Of town. I'm gonna floorboard that Ford straight toward my baby's house. She'll be shining like a million dollar diamond second she steps out. 
She'll be slipping me sugar and buddy. We ain't going to stop till we Bonnie and Clyde slide into that parking lot. I have no idea. I am out on this. What do you got? Ain't far, ain't far from it. Damn it. Uh, this uh, game is amazing yeah. when when these things happen, especially because some, some of those were pretty good drops, Brandon. I, I do appreciate oh, that. You're welcome. Definitely not as good as Wheeler as Wheeler Walker Jr. If you guys want a a A plus Bill of William Shat, Shatner's Poetry Slam game, oh, go no. check out a review of William of, of Wheeler Walker Jr. because you get yeah. to hear Brandon talk about crotch. It's amazing. <laughs> it's pretty great. It is my favorite one. I, I listen to that. I listen to that review of our own podcast at least once a week because it makes it's, me laugh every it's single pretty, time. It's it. pretty good. It's pretty good. All right. Number two. Here's the next one. I used to have a Tennessee Bill dance hat, but barely ever got him in the boat. I on used... The huh? the line. What? On the other oh, line? Nope. On the other line? No. I used to want to hit him like Chipper did. But I swung it just a little too slow. Yeah, these days, I don't want to be anybody but me. Used to wish I was. Yes, sir. Yep. Nailed it. Nice. Nice Good work, Chipper. Steve. Nice work, Steve. Yep. Good old Chipper Jones. Yeah, good old Chipper I Jones. Loved, I love the references in that song, actually. Oh, yeah. The references in that one are great. So speaking of uh, good references, I have no idea what that means in any way, shape, or form for this transition. But uh, let's talk about those deep cut dark horse tracks. Uh, I guess a deep transition. I don't know. Uh, whatever. Um, so let's. Uh, we're going to start with Steve on this one. And uh, Steve, uh, let help me. Uh, what, oh, I'm going to help you. What's your deep cut? Ooh. It's funny. The thing was is. I- I had two to mention, and um, huh, both it's of them both of from... yours least favorites. <laughs> what? Yeah. Well, I thought I thought you were gonna say it was both of my Shatner games. No, Whoa. both of your least favorite. Oh man! I'll run in your memory. I agree with Brand with with Brandon Navarra. Navarra, and I I loved the track. I loved it. I I loved Miranda on it. I loved everything about it. I felt like it was it was a diamond in the rough in the in the back end there that was hidden like because like he said there's not many duets you can see him do on an album on like award shows and like public things he does all kinds of fun stuff he's all over YouTube doing all kinds of fun stuff but never on an album has he recorded something like it it doesn't happen very often at least um I felt like she was on point I'm not gonna not gonna mince words there I felt like it was it was a good track um. And then the same thing I said about doing this. I, while I do see your point of it being sticky, I find myself in the things of life that I've been doing and like sometimes succeeding, a lot of times failing, like being a dad. Um, most of the time, like I'd still be doing this in some way, shape, or form. Like my wife and I didn't make our family the old traditional way, not for a lack of trying, but we didn't do it the traditional way. So I've, want to be a dad so i made that shit happen and we started fostering and doing a do- adopting so like i'd still be doing something um and i took it that way i do see the sticky part of it and being there like how the interpretation things how that works but both ways like i loved both of those tracks um it's kind of funny 
And also I want to make sure that Miranda knows me and Brendan Navarra liked yeah. hers and Alberta who lives in Michigan, not in Texas. Cause in Texas, he's very close to her. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, the Michigan Brandon did yeah. not like it. So come to Michigan and yell at that one, but call me first because I want to videotape it. And that'd be amazing. <laughs> And yeah. do a podcast with us at that point. If you're in Michigan, you might as well do it. If you're going to yell at the guy, well. let's go. Yeah. At least let's record so just, it for sure. Let's record yeah. we I'll record it one way or form. It's going to take yeah. care of. Yep. All okay. right. So that was my my deep-ish cuts. Two of them, I guess. All right. So, uh, Navera, what about you? What was a dark cut for you? Dark Horse. I'm going to say middle of somewhere. Uh, it reminds me of road tripping to those places that are really – in the middle of nowhere that you've never seen, but there's something about it. It reminds me of stopping at a, a diner or a cafe and sitting there and just kind of looking around and taking everything in and that this is somebody somewhere, even though you're in the middle of nowhere, you're in the middle of somewhere. And I just, there's something about that song. Uh, lyrics, they, they hit me. Um, when you start off the song talking about coffee, you got my attention. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I just, I don't know. I just, I really enjoyed that song. No, I like it. I like it. Now, Brandon, <laughs> your least favorite. Oh, geez. Was my deep I, cut. <laughs> doing this. Look at you. Doing, I picked doing this as my deep cut. Such a good song, in my opinion. Mainly just about what the title, the track is about. Chasing your dreams, making it happen you know, that sort of thing. Uh, oops, uh, series going off on me. Um, so, you know, chasing that childhood dream, you know, for me, I wanted nothing more than to be a major league baseball umpire. It wouldn't have been for the fame or umping in the big leagues, but I would get to be around the greatest game of all time, in my opinion. Sure. And, uh, I also understood the fact that I would never actually play professional baseball. So if that's as close as I could get to it. So that one for me, chasing, chasing a dream, doing this. Yeah. Doing this was my favorite or my deep cut track on this one. So it's like doing this podcast, doing this. Absolutely. Absolutely. Love it. Yeah. So guys, we are wrapping this thing up. Yeah. Wrap it up Tuesday to to go to Friday. Wrap it up Tuesday to go into Friday. So let's give our final Final thoughts in our arbitrary rating from one to 10 on this one. Yeah. I'm already talking. I'll just keep going to Get me. Solid album by a solid country artist. Album is top notch, top shelf music. This guy is young, has a long career ahead of him. And I am so looking forward to seeing what the, what comes down the pipe for this guy in the years to come. Uh, only good things, I would assume. Sweet and simple to the point. Nine out of ten for me. So, Steve, Steve, let's jump it over to you, man. Let's let's do this and then have uh, Navera uh, back clean up. Yep, like it. So, if Luke Combs is the future of country music, we're gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. If he is what we're what we're coming up to, the future of country music, I think we're gonna be fine. This is far from that bro country that's been forced on our throats, like the Florida Georgia line, rest in peace, um, or the Luke Bryan, yeah. still doing stuff for some reason. Um, the songs aren't sorority sisters, yeah, anyway. right? The songs aren't really out of this world clever. 
but the delivery is genuine. Yeah. He's an every he's an everyman. He's a dude. Um, it the best thing about this, he's the dude's only thirty two years old. He's young. He knows that he's still that ugly redneck guy that won the lottery and is enjoying every single minute of life his his yeah. his ride. Like he just is just this dude. Um, I've enjoyed everything that he's put out thus far. I really wanted to do one of his other albums before with Brandon. We talked about it a bunch of times doing mm-hmm. stuff because I enjoyed everything he's put out. And I like, I'm, I'm jealous. We talked about in the average Joe podcast last week. Uh, you've seen, you saw Prince and David Bowie both in Michigan at the palace of Auburn Hills. And you've seen this guy twice live. I'm super jealous but he is coming to Detroit and Chicago next, yep, st- next spring. Yeah. So I'm in April. Yup. And I'm looking to get tickets to go see him play either I mean, at Soldier both, Field man. or at the, uh, or at Soldier Field or at Little Caesars you in go. Detroit. You so, got to. So I'm looking it's to that, get him. I'm looking to go that, see him. So it's at Caesars. I thought it was at Hood Field. Nope. Little Caesars. Oh, okay. Is he not that? Like, not that, I, not that they might have changed it to Ford Field if he's going to, if it's going to go bigger, but I, it's at, I know the one in Chicago is a soldier field and I thought he was at little Caesars because it's April in Michigan. Oh. I don't know. Not I'll check it, it again. Not that it would matter because sure. Ford field is inside. So, right. It doesn't matter. Get going there. Anyway. But yeah, that's uh. so that was mine. I went with an eight out of 10 though. Oh, okay. I felt like the Adam, the album did have some holes. It wasn't perfect, but it was, uh, it was, it's solid. Like everything else he's put out. So, right. uh, Brandon, we're going to let we're gonna let you back clean up there, Navarro. What you got? So, I love Luke Combs. Uh, I agree with you. If he is what country is going to in this genre, going on the radio, rocking out, I'm, I'm good with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like him as a person. I'm sticking. And, and that when you like somebody as a person, mm-hmm. you know, it goes a long way. I love his other albums. Uh, I did not love this album. Um, I think it is a good album. And I think it's a good follow-up with everything that's going on in his life. Uh, having a baby, I think it's a good album. I don't think it's his best. Um, I think it has some songs that are are good, but I consider, I don't want to say throwaways, but I'll say that it's kind of like Luke's like, hey, I know this mm-hmm. is going to work. Let's just put it on there. Uh, and I'm okay with that. Look, mm-hmm. do you pay your bills, but. The next album needs to go back to what the other two albums were, in my opinion. This album wasn't a move forward. In some ways, it was. Other ways, it felt like he was standing still. Um, but that's not a bad thing, because I'd rather listen to this than any other of the the bro country or or any of that other crap. You know, yeah, for sure. um, I'm going to give this album a seven? seven. It's a seven out of ten for me. It has highlights that are amazing, but. There was just some songs I just was like, it's unforgettable. There were some unforgettable songs for me. They weren't bad. They were just unforgettable. I like it. I like it for sure. Awesome. Well, guys, that was Luke Combs and his album growing up. And it's only Tuesday and you're going to get more of this on Friday. But before we get to Friday's episode, Brandon, where can our fans find you? <laughs> well, the life of a Joe. Find you? Everywhere, really, just Google. Um, now, life of an average Joe podcast.com is has everything on there all the links, all the shows, all the channels, all the everything. Uh, every Wednesday, I drop a new episode. Every Tuesday, I do a new episode of Trash Talk with mm-hmm. Stuart Sachs. Yep. And you can see that at 8 a.m. 
every platform everywhere. But if you go to the life of an average show podcast.com, that's your one-stop shop. Love that's it. Love it. Love it. Steve, where can I, where can our everywhere, but only fans yet. It's coming everywhere, but only fans yet. I'm working on that. Yeah. yeah. You can it in more ways than one. I hope. <laughs> oh no. Well, I could go. We are not an only fans. I don't believe our wives would allow us to do that. Absolutely not. However, though, I mean, it makes a mortgage payment. You never know. Um, figure it out <laughs> i've never tried it i'll try something at least once um we could just put the nobody wants to try there that, there we go dude you don't have to be new there there are weird stuff there like i literally want to start one and every morning i get up and have a new cup of coffee and i just sit there and drink it for 10 minutes you know some weirdo pervy guy is gonna watch me drink coffee and pay me 30 bucks if i can get 10 of those dudes every day yeah I don't know. Just sit with like, just anyway. open like, just open up a newspaper and just like. Yeah, sit just sit. I just like how you know that your market is always those pervy dudes. I just know it. There's no <laughs> girl wants to watch me drink coffee. Man, so got to be a pervy dude. Well, I guess there are that's, a lot of pervy dudes. I mean, that's funny. We 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 probably at least know each of us at least no, know ten. I'm, I'm so sure it kind of works it. out. Oh my! Well, it happens. Plus, in Michigan, you never know. Um, <laughs> Michigan. So you guys can find us always on Facebook, Instagram. We do post on Twitter every once in a while. Um, not as much as we used to, uh, just because you guys didn't find us there. Dude, Brendan, I did find out, um, similar to the Life of an Average Joe podcast, um, our Facebook followers are about 60% ladies. Hello, ladies. Mm-hmm. Um, look at that, guys. Uh, we we like to see you. Um, invite more of your friends. You guys do talk to us mostly than the dudes do. Um, but I did some like st- stat stuff on our Facebook page a little bit, and, and so, uh, it was pretty awesome. So, so women interact with us more on Facebook. Yeah, we get more we interactions. More, but we have more male listeners of our episodes. Yeah, but more women are actually checking us out on Facebook, clicking our stuff, and looking at us, know, and like interacting just, with us there. Yeah, it's weird. I, lo- I love it. They they like they like the visuals they put out. Oh, but they just don't like our voices. Pretty uh, yeah. similar. Hey, it's it like works. our lives. It's face for radio. Face for radio. I love it. So um, we're getting that going, man. But uh, we've got uh, coming up here. This is the end of September. So coming up in October, guys, we're inching ever so closely to our 200 episode. That's coming out in the next next week, actually. That's next yeah. Friday. Yeah. Um, And then our two-year anniversary is shortly thereafter, like yeah. next Tuesday, coincidentally. Yeah. And we are inching getting so closer to our 12 pods of christmas guys so keep an eye out for that oh check out God. the different promos we post weekly i am posting different ones that we've done different christmas episodes we've done and other things it's if you know if someone yeah. else dies and i can post an episode however i did tell brandon that if uh, if a certain someone gets indicted i am going to post the r kelly episode again because they're going to be cellmates so um oh, yeah. that'll be yeah. coming soon yeah, yeah. for sure Read between the lines there, guys. It's 45. But um, we will uh, we'll see you guys soon. And, hey, you know what, guys? Let's go, Brandon. See you on Friday. Oh, my God. Notes, my goats. Notes, my goats.